Welcome to the We Sweet Podcast. Okay, sisters, I'll be honest. I am a little nervous about this hot topic. It is a societal debate, but who better to do this chat with me than a woman who I feel does it well and she does it humbly. Uh, So let's talk about this thing called the roles we play. Um, First, I want you to meet my sis, Darnetta Thomas. Darnetta is a wife and mom of two currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. When she isn't juggling her career and family life, Darnetta is getting some much needed me time at the gym, catching up on her latest shows or planning her next family vacation. She wears a lot of hats and I can't wait for you guys to hear from her and what she has to say. So welcome, sis. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing pretty good. Tired, but doing good. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I know. I mean, oh, but we're going to get into that tired thing too, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to just jump us right into this thing called the roles we play. Um, I personally believe that women really are sheroes. And so um, today's society has a lot of different narratives about the woman's role, be it from a feminine perspective or a masculine perspective. Um, And I want to kind of talk about these things and reshape that conversation in a way that supports women and um, just a healthy view of marriage in particular. This, you know, I try to, I try to do different topics that I'm am making sure I am um, focusing on women empowerment and just helping uh, ladies live their best lives. So I really want us to kind of reshape different narratives out there about how we view women, especially in the home. So here is my first question for you. Um, Can you explain whether or not you feel women have roles in a marriage? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is yes. I do believe that we play different roles in a marriage. I think that the roles vary depending on the marriage. Um, using mine and as an example, I know oftentimes, um, my husband and I will talk about us being friends. And so, um, our relationship, we didn't really start off as friends. We just, you know, we were dating. (laughs) That was it. Um, our, um, marriage morphed into more of a friendship as we grew closer and things like that. And that's just something that we value. But I definitely say one of the roles is you're a friend to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, as women, we're also that. I don't like to say this, it might sound bad, but I think in a sense, we're also that nurturer. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the stigmas that, you know, you hear from folks saying you can't raise men, I'm not your mom, but in a way that nurturing sometimes men need in a marriage. So I said friend, nurturer, and then of course, like a partner. Um, My husband is um, now entrepreneur. I mean, he's, he's got businesses that he's running and oftentimes He wants my thoughts and he wants my help, although he doesn't directly ask me. (laughs) Um, He kind of expects for me to just kind of jump in and, you know, and and, and help in some of those aspects. But um, definitely, you know, again, that friend, that nurturer, a partner, and then, of course, a lover, like definitely needed. And maybe people can look at nurturing and being a lover as the same role. But, you know, I think I look at it differently. It, it depends on how you look at it. So, but we play various roles in a marriage. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, that's all really good stuff that I, I um, I am going to kind of take them one by one and, and just mm-hmm. kind of bounce off of you here. So, um, I very much so love, 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 um, 
relationships that have that friendship component to them. And a lot of those that, in my personal opinion, have that very strong foundation typically will always tell you that they are friends. And um, personally for me, like my parents, you know, uh, have been married 30 years and Mm -hmm. um, my mom, my stepdad, and um, they, you know, were best friends. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so even throughout their marriage, just being their, their daughter, like I got to see their playfulness with each other. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I said this on another episode, but I'll never forget one time I walked downstairs and my stepdad uh, was, you know, painting in the house and he painted on the wall, meet and Tracy forever. And I was like, they such such big, you know, they're such big kids, but you know, I think it was healthy for us as kids to see that, to see that dynamic. Um, A lot of people feel like they have to separate that dynamic between husband and wife and kids. And and in certain situations, I understand why people want to do that, but it is healthy for kids um, to to see that playfulness, to see that friendship um, and to see how they kind of stand up for each other and support each other, especially through the toughest times. So I think friendship is a beautiful thing to to be able to have. It's a blessing to have that and that love and nurturer. You mentioned that. Um, that's a big personal one for me personally when I, you know, in, in the whole relationship arena, I am a person who I can't function without a nurturing aspect in my relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that even though some people view it kind of as a negative thing or, oh, you can't, you know, like you said, raise a man, mm-hmm. um, you know, he needs to already have certain components about himself that he brings mm-hmm. as a, as a spouse. But mm-hmm. hon- honestly, I, I did season three on men. And a mm. lot of what came out of season three was vulnerability and right. the vulnerability that those men talked about mm-hmm. was, you know, the world expects them to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, and even sometimes women expect them to be that provider and protector. And so they're expected to always sit in that posture. And I think the, the great thing that wives who do have that nurturing aspect about them are able to bring is that she becomes his safe haven when the world Mm -hmm. is too much he gets up he goes to work every day he's trying to be superhero to his kids but in that privacy with her he's able to have that safe haven um, where he can be vulnerable so I thought that was also a really really important point that you brought up and business partners, oh my God, well, you know, <laughs> I, rely, I you know, I'm not in that season yet, but I have so many friends that I need so much right now. Um, so I can only imagine, you know, the types of conversations and, and even those that maybe he doesn't bring up when you just like, hey, have you thought about what about this? Like <laughs> you, you, you need that. You need that um, because sometimes you probably privately have your kind of um, give up moments or imposter syndrome, um, yeah. a lot of stuff. And so even when not asked that support, that, that system around you, that grounds you and holds you, um, even when you haven't articulated out loud, how you're feeling, uh, it empowers you. So I think, you know, business partner, when you mentioned that to me, I heard empowering. Yeah. So, um, I like mm-hmm. that too. And, you know, yeah, a person does have to um, have a lot of love in their yeah. relationship <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, there are marriages who they have the friendship component. Yeah. Um, 
They may even be a business partner and they can bounce ideas, but sometimes they lack the desire. And that's, that's what I personally, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, and so, um, you know, when you talked about that, I think that's important too. I think these are all really great roles to have. Um, and I think that I'll even go as far as to say, especially with the lovers piece, we're talking about roles that women play but Mm -hmm. for my men out there because I know some of y'all listen so uh (laughs) I want to say this too that honestly that desire it it really is both ways you know a man wants to be desired as does a woman no so you know um I think love in the sense of passion and desire is important too I mean at the end of the day um you got married and you had kids and you know or those who desire kids like Mm -hmm. you you get there through beyond that friendship level you get there through that love so um I thought those were good things you brought up and I'm gonna get into some other stuff here in just a second but before we move to my next question um I want to talk about even down to some more domestic home type roles, because that too is a big debate out there where some women, and I really am like open to whatever you got to tell me, Netta, but Mm -hmm. some women will will truly believe in, you know, oh, he needs to take out the trash. And then you have other women (laughs) that's like, no, I don't believe in that. I'm not going to (laughs) have no dirty house or trash filling my house. If he not here, I'm taking the trash out. So, um, you know, or the cooking, like, uh, yeah, yeah. there's people who it's like, well, you know, I can't cook and he loves cooking. So mm-hmm. even though it's expected for a woman to do those things, like people, their dynamics are different. I think you mentioned that earlier when you said, um, you know, the roles vary by relationship, but yeah. Yeah. can you, can you tell me more about that too? And from a societal view, what you feel like we should be kind of saying now or the views that we should be putting out there now yeah so I think um as it's in terms of like domestic roles like traditionally um you know women they were hey you stay at home take care of the kids be a homemaker while the the men or the husband they're out making the money come home you got a hot plate ready dinner (laughs) now more women are working and 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 are trying to, you know, climb the corporate ladder, build businesses. And so those, those domestic roles are definitely shifting. And I also think that depending on, you know, what you believe in and, and your, some of those traditional values are probably stem from what's in, um, you know, what's in the good word, what's in the Bible. But yeah, yeah. as far as today, because things are changing, I, I, I don't think that the traditional domestic roles of like, hey, I'm a, I'm a man, so I'm going to handle the trash, I'm going to handle the yard. Um, those are shifting. I mean, women, we are independent. I, I know there are times we help each other out, and I think it goes back to that partnership, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I also think that sometimes people look at, you know, now I'm not going to say 50-50, but certain roles like, hey, she does the cooking or she does the washing of the dishes. I think you just fill in where your spouse may need assistance or need help. So yeah, um, yeah. in the beginning, that was easy. You know, uh, when we were first dating or first, you know, married and we were uh, first dating and living together, we we were in with a one bedroom apartment. So the tasks were easy. I could co- go to work, come home, uh, cook, um, 
and 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 clean and do all those things and all he had to do was just take the trash out so it was easy but then when you move in a different space or as you grow in your um your relationship and the kids come along those responsibilities pile up and so it's it's very important that the roles in my opinion are shared um there have even times where I've attempted, I ain't going to say I did it, but I attempted to cut the grass. <laughs> at, at the time, my husband was traveling and the yard was getting out of hand. And um, it just so happened I was reached out to my uncle who lived around the corner. Hey, I need to borrow your, your lawnmower. He's like, what you need the lawnmower for? I'm going to cut my grass. <laughs> he said, no, I got it. And so, I mean, the, it's just things that when you see things that need to be done and, and, and you just kind of try to jump in and help each other and do it. So I, I don't think that there today as it exists, there are traditional, you know, roles in a marriage in terms of domestication. It just it depends. And also depends on what what's your cup of tea. What what are your expectations? If, yeah. Yeah. If you are OK with. Hey, if you're a guy and, you know, you want your woman to, to do the cooking and the cleaning and she fine with that. She, that's that's great. Um, but if also you're looking at it more of like 50, 50, 80, 20, 80, 40, whatever that, you know, um, support looks like, then that's that's. That's that's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to bring that up because as you know, it, my my social pages and stuff that I follow, and y'all, I follow some of the you know the juicy ones, the cultural pages, and and all, those conversations were rampant, and so I, I felt like I had to bring that into We Sweet to to yeah. talk about it. Um, and all very beautiful things that you said. Um, I don't even know which one I want to touch on first. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna start with spiritual. So I, cause I actually have something leading into that a little bit later. I do think sometimes when people have such strong views about that sort of thing, they're bringing into their marriage, their upbringing, of course, yeah. and they're bringing in for those who do have that, you know, huge spiritual background, they're bringing in those ideals as well. And those we would call our values and belief systems, which are the hardest thing to, to change in somebody that's, that's their, you know, code of ethics, how they live their life. And, and you can't sway them very much. So yeah. when you said something about expectations and that those people have to be on the same page, um, I think that's a big part of that. So a person who um, truly, truly has, you know, kind of a hard no on doing certain things, then, yeah. you know, they really have to sit down with their partner and hash those types of things out. So although we can't tell somebody how to do that, I did want us to at least touch it to just to, to be more supportive of women, because you're right. Um, you know, women today, they're not just at home mm -mm. Um, and they're not just taking care of kids. And you know what, to my ladies who are, um, forgive me for the word just because I do understand that my ladies who are completely mm -hmm. at home and taking care of kids mm -hmm. that that's full-time work you know it run, is. <laughs> running I, I after kids my, that's a thing yes <laughs> that's a lot my taste taste of, of, of that I mean um well during COVID when I was on mm -hmm. my maternity leave with um my daughter I was at home and I was yeah. chasing after two kids. That's hard work. Like I need a salary for this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I mean, yeah. some some people will say that you know they rather do you know work and send their kids take it because that's easier and staying at home all day you are the nurturer you are Raise the educator <laughs> you are the lunch lady you are the cleaner I mean you all of it yeah. and there isn't really that break because you're all of it 24 7 not eight to five but 
24 hours yeah. and so um you know even mentally emotionally it takes a toll yeah. on a woman um to also still you know be there for her spouse and be there for herself so uh i i i definitely think that kudos to my moms that are at home and my wives mm-hmm. that are at home but you know yes domestic roles look very different in the 21st century because you do have women who are working you have women who are running companies you have women who are also balancing their home life as well Mm -hmm. and you know depending Mm -hmm. on their career path and their spouse's career path it looks different even in that world too where you may have a wife that is a CEO of a company and a husband who, you know, might be a teacher. And Mm -hmm. so he has a different level of flexibility. He might be out for summers, out for Thanksgiving, Christmas break. And she's running a company. CEO. she's, she's 24 seven at that company too. So I think that those roles do kind of ebb and flow and shift um, per home. I think ultimately I'm not here hoping to tell nobody how to do it but I am here to say I want to support people and us as a society not judge someone else's household because you don't have their life and that's not your path and so what like you said earlier what what works for you then do do what works for you (laughs) stay stay in your lane um and uh of course you know focusing on the partnership I think when people argue um about you know, what is gender role or whatever appropriate Mm. in a home is coming from a space of feeling a lack of partnership. Mm. So regardless of what it looks like, Mm. I think that those fights or arguments are less when there's partnership. Um, Not so much about I'm not going to do something because I don't feel like I should have to, but more (laughs) so I feel like I'm always doing it. So can I get some help? You know, that that kind of thing. But I'll stay there forever. So let me move on. Let me move on. Um, So my next thing for you, which we kind of touched this, but I really want you to just tell me if there's anything else that I did not touch that you want to bring up as a married woman. What do you think is an issue in our society right now regarding how we view or talk about women holding down the role of being a wife? Hmm. Man, I mean, that's a tough question, (laughs) Dee. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but... I, I'm trying to hit yeah. all the things that maybe maybe wives need to hear and feel like I wish we were more supportive this yeah. way. Yeah. And you know, I I can't answer the questions. So I had to ask a yeah. wife. So, <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> it's I think the biggest issue, and it's, I don't know if it's just directly like just with women in general or society. It's so many opinions about the role of a wife right mm-hmm. it's so many books hey how to find me so many apps I mean it's just it, there are a lot of just a lot of resources that are out there that you know tell you you know how to be how to be a wife mm-hmm. I think that the um mm, I think that one of the biggest issues is just making sure not issues, but like having just more grace for every, for, for, for each other. Just, just grace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Women, we talked about the various roles we play. There are expectations um, for us, whether it's from traditional views or, you know, being judged for, you know, you have some women that are a bit more traditional that if they, 
They're going to wake up before the sun come up, make sure their husband and children have breakfast in the morning. And then you got women like me that's, you know, we're going to pop an ego in the um toaster and you're going to put you on that bus. And that's that. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm, so I think mm -hmm. it's just have extending more grace for each other, you know, before you judge, you know, what how, yeah. how a person is portraying themselves as a wife or, you know, as a woman in general. I think back on... I think this was like on one of the one. Of, I don't know. It was on Shade Room, and I can't remember where she was going, but it was Sierra, and there was a dress that she had on. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, no, actually, I'm not going to use that example. That's a good one. I'm going to. Um, well, she's not a wife, so I was going to use the Kiki Palmer example, but I will go back to Sierra and like the outfit that she had on, and they were saying, "Oh, you're somebody's wife. You're somebody's mom." Her husband was standing right next to her, and also mm -hmm. we don't know what the conversation was like when she stepped out the door with that dress on. So mm -hmm. it's just, we, we just, we, we judge on the outside and we don't consider and, and have that grace for people of, you know, of what, what the conversation looks like behind closed doors. We don't know that we're not in them folks business or marriage and we yeah. don't know what she as a person has gone through. This may be a wife that again, she owns her home business and she has a nanny to, to help look after her kids. And so there's, hey, you should be looking after your own kids. You shouldn't have this and that. So I just mm -hmm. think it's just like, just extending, giving people grace, right? And mm -hmm. understanding that everybody's situation is different. So mm -hmm. that's what I would say. Cause it's you said you, just, <laughs> me, you said you didn't know and then you hit me with a lot of them. <laughs> Oh man, those are good. Those are good. Um, okay, so women's dress. Oh yes, the keep you promise stuff too. And you know what? We're gonna talk about it anyway because you're a mama. So we're talking about wifehood, but you know, let's talk about motherhood too. I think that people definitely, definitely need to give mothers grace oh, yeah. because we have mothers going through postpartum, and I did postpartum on season four, mm -hmm. and um, I did an episode on that, and you know. It is very, very, very difficult for women to go through the level of transition that they go through from becoming, you know, single to married mm -hmm. or in such cases, um, you know, mother um, and the birthing process in general takes a toll on you mentally, emotionally and physically Um and then just learning to be a, a new mother and juggle this new human being that you're responsible for and still try to find space to figure out this new version of you and still honor the old version of you too. Uh, so at the end of the day, if she is dressed a certain way because that's what it took for her to come out of maybe even a little bit of sadness because her body is not the same, she doesn't feel the same um, she still wants to feel, and for those who are married, she still wants to feel desirable to her partner, um, but she's not feeling very desirable when she got milk coming out everywhere. <laughs> she got extra skin and flab out. You know, we got extra, what we call our little pouch, the fupa. Yeah, you know, we got pouch. the fupa. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, you know, you got stretch marks and stuff you didn't have. You got saggy skin. You know, the breasts don't sit the way they used to sit. Mm -hmm. Again, milk is going everywhere. You barely able to get up and put yourself together. You know, you're tired. You're sleepy. You're sleep deprived. And then you're questioning, you know, am I doing this the right way? Am I showing up enough for my kid? Am I showing up enough for my spouse? And we got a, another episode on that. But um, I think it's very, very tough for her to carry that weight 
on her shoulders of all of those feelings and emotions. And then the day she does put on something that makes her feel empowered and comes out of the house and the world tells her, no, no, Mm -hmm. not a good wife, not a good mommy. You have no idea what that person is dealing with emotionally and physically after becoming a mother. So I think that, um, we have to be more supportive as women and mind your own business Mm -hmm. um mind your own business and then those who may not have necessarily struggled so much physically you know snapback queen you know maybe it's just a matter of she doesn't want to lose who she felt like she was and this is her way of still owning that for herself whatever that case may be whatever her story may be mind your business do what works for you and if you feel like as a mother this is how i need to dress or how i need to carry myself that's your business yeah you do that as you long do as that. it's so, good like you know like <laughs> i said if, if she got a not necessarily get got approval from her husband or if you you know you've talked about it and it's in your and or if your husband has expressed you know I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with you wearing it then that's different but again we do not know <laughs> yeah what conversations yeah. took place it just yeah. It's just like I said that it's just so many different opinions about, you know, what makes a good wife. And again, yeah, they say if you want the truth, you know, some good examples of wives, go read the good book. Which is uh, yes. I'm learning, yeah. you know, yes, it's yes. that I'm learning. So, by all we know, he bought that for her because she's been sad and crying for weeks over her new body. I know, that. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably said it's okay. Let me yeah. let me tell you something. We going out tonight. I don't know. So I definitely am so happy you brought up that one. I'm very passionate about that one. Um, just because motherhood is such a beautiful thing but it is hard and I think that the world sometimes is very harsh on mothers and I got a whole nother conversation to do about work-life balance on that because our world does not support new mothers the way it should Mm -hmm. um and I'm passionate about that too but I'll talk about that later yeah Um, well we we can say the U.S. does it because yeah yeah you've got other countries that give so like a year off for, for, True. for new moms, but we True. over here got 12 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Body not even, body not even healed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let, let me get into those that you know, have complications, but you know, I'm going left. So let me, let me come back. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's no, it's not you. It's me. Cause you know, I'm, I'm getting fired up. Uh, but, um, yes. Telling women also, uh, how to raise their families, whether or not they should have help, whether or not they should have a nanny. Mm-hmm. And I find that interesting because we will fuss about someone having a nanny, but you use your village. Yep. It might not be a nanny, but you use your mother-in-law, you use your your mom, your own mom. If you don't have moms, you use your friends, your aunties, uncles, your brothers, sisters. You use your system of support. And then you want to talk about somebody else who chose a system that works for them. Um, so, yeah, I think the judgment piece has to has to stop. Um, and, you know, we're hearing this word grace a lot this season. So I smiled big time when you said mm-hmm. that word, uh, you know, just giving each other grace. I think that in in short, learning how to be more supportive as women to our fellow sisters mm-hmm. is and even if their story looks different than yours. Um and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along. Okay. I'm almost done here. Um because uh, I'll get you okay. back to your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, this okay. is a break. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, okay. So, all right. Now, I'm turn. I, I, I say I'm turning up the heat, but I feel like I already put us in the hot seat earlier. So, uh, <laughs> turn it up just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Let's talk about um, the dating aspect. So, prior to marriage, um, you know, we have this idea of what men should do and what women should do, especially around the words like headship and submission. So I said, we kind of come into some of that biblical stuff. Oh, um, <laughs> so what do you think folks in the dating phase need to know about those two words? Just your point of view. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm still learning what being submissive means. <laughs> yes, no, but that's real. That's transparent. That's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's um, it's funny because I just read this um last week. Um, I was un- honestly, I was in one of my small groups at my church, and um, mm-hmm. we were talking about that topic. We didn't really dive into it, but the conversation came around submissive in the Bible doesn't mean that you haven't that, that you don't have a mouthpiece. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean you are meek or mild in a relationship so I think that when you are going into you know if you're dating your boo thing right now and y'all talking about marriage I think it's a conversation to have with your significant other about what that looks like and so for me one thing to learn is just honestly like from a submissive point of view just having an open mind right Mm -hmm. I think that as for me, one thing I had to learn, um, my husband used to tell me is anytime I come to you, the answer is no, you don't take time to think about it. <laughs> so don't be so dismissive about things because one is new to you or it's something that you just never thought about. So I think in a way, some submission is also having an open mind and being respectful. So knowing that, you know, when you're, tr- you're getting ready to transition into being a wife, it's not just you, you don't make decisions just for you anymore. You're making decisions as a unit. And so um, a part of that is respecting, you know, your husband or your soon to be husband or person that you, you know, you've picked out to be your husband or, you know, y'all talking about that and understanding that, you know, he's head of the household, but also when we talk about headship, you know, what does that look like? Do you expect for me not to be at home? Do you you expect me to be at home? Do you not want me to work? So I think it's all in terms of just having that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Before you jump, I'm saying jump into marriage because you all could have been dating for six, five, 10 years. And some people don't have those conversations. So I think for me that if if I had to give advice is have that conversation and, and, and articulate to each other. What does this mean to you? What does submission mean to you? Or what does headship mean to you? So I think that was, that's what I would say. Just have the conversation and set the expectation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. I think a lot of people do have different views on it, which is why I brought it up. And um, I think that having a conversation should certainly be the the, the initial step in the dating uh, yeah. scenario. I, I think some. I think a little bit differently actually engaging in it in a marriage but in dating having conversations I think Mm -hmm. is very important because again people bring their backgrounds into things and their definitions are different same word different understanding sometimes and I talked about this on the men's season I kicked it off with my brother B on the fatherhood episode and you know I think he expressed it submission for him you know is letting in yeah you know and I and and I, I thought about that when you said being open minded and being Mm -hmm. respectful Mm -hmm. um and for me Mm -hmm. you know 
Um, I, I do take, I guess, a biblical standpoint on it for sure mm-hmm. that when we are speaking of submission, a lot of women are afraid of being walked all over, yeah. uh, losing their voice, as you stated, um, that they that's can't have an opinion. Saying. Yeah, they, they that's have. Not what, that's not what it's saying. <laughs> that's not what it's saying. It's really not saying that we should, you know, not feel like whatever my husband say goes and I, and I don't have a say so. That's not what that means. Right, that, right. That, and I think, I it's think that's where our mind goes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's important in dating to understand that. And that's why I wanted to talk about it in dating as opposed yeah. to marriage. I think it's important to be able to realize that because sometimes in the dating situation, when that's not understood, people fall into situations that are, I would say, unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very important to understand those two words and to, like you said, sit down and talk about that so mm-hmm. you're on the same page. But, yeah. you know, um, I, I personally feel like submission is accepting and understanding that you no longer want to do life on your own accord that you do want to let someone else in Mm -hmm. that um can help guide you can help protect you and I see that as in my role in in my faith you know that I submit Mm -hmm. to God's will so if I submit to God's will what does that mean and for Mm -hmm. me that means that I don't do life on my own that means that I say okay Lord help me with this or okay Lord I want to do this but is this the right thing is this your will is this what you would have me to do and Mm -hmm. and and I align Mm -hmm. my path Mm-hmm. with whatever God's will is for me. And yeah. so moving over into headship, not meaning that I, you know, have no say so with my husband or something like that because he is, you know, in control, which, you know, some men out there think that they in charge and you gotta do everything and say, dead wrong, <laughs> dead wrong. So if you find yourself in that situation and dating scenario, red flag. Um <laughs> but you know, ultimately in my opinion, he has to have submission himself first yeah. to God. And if he has submission himself to God, then, yeah. you know, he's able to better function in that headship role, which yeah. means he should be just as I, as, as, as a Christian submit to Christ, he yeah. should function in a role where you feel naturally comfortable submitting with him because yeah. he guides you. He teaches you, he encourages you, he protects you, he nurtures you. And so to me, those would be words that I identify with someone who practices headship well, they have discernment, they have wisdom, they pre- mm-hmm. and they guide their family in that in that path. So yeah. um, I, w- I wanted to talk about that too. So women in the dating world who desire marriage are understanding better, not not perfect now, because I'm not I'm not a preacher, but better understanding <laughs> of uh, headship and submission. So before you say, uh-uh, I'm not going to let no man finna tell me what to get, do. Get an understanding of what- <laughs> what it means like I wish I had understood that a little bit earlier I mean just full transparency we didn't um go through the traditional um like you some people will do the uh premarital counseling we didn't get we did we did that for one day not by choice it was just we wanted to make sure that we got something like that (laughs) yeah yeah Um, and um, then looking back on it, man, it would have just been so helpful to just have some of those conversations. And so it's just just have some conversation, find somebody with, with wisdom that can kind of help you understand and define that for you and, and with your significant other. So, yes, yes, I, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, OK, so I'm going to move us to this last one and I'm going to let you go. Um, so uh, in a nutshell, from what we talked about today. 
if you could give women a piece of advice, especially those who are desiring marriage, mm-hmm. um, because I know Wrong, that's a lot I'm of just people. kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, yes. Um, um, you know, I know that's heavily who will probably be listening to this is those that are like, yeah, what is it really like to be married? Or, yeah. You know, things like that. So I want to know if you could give them one piece of advice out of either anything we talked about or something we haven't said. One piece of advice, what would you tell them for those who desire marriage? Oh, one piece of advice? Mm -hmm. Okay, how can I be uh, brief and not use a lot of words? Um, (laughs) Girl, speak from the heart. Whatever comes to you, whatever comes to you. There there are women that, that are seeking marriage. So... I think about it as I, I want to say, make sure you're ready, right? And I know that's kind of like easier said than done, or it, it seems very like, oh, how do you know you're ready for marriage? I think I look at it like when you're a parent, nobody's ever ready to become a parent, but um, you you do the best you can to to set yourself up, right, for success. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. time does come, and so that's that's what I would say is just really put the work into with yourself first. You know, before mm-hmm. diving into, you know, not diving, but getting married, because it is a lot of work and you really got to, you know, make sure that if there is any things that you anything that you're dealing with personally, you don't want to bring that into a marriage because mm-hmm. it, it ain't another person's job to fix to fix you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just really prepare, prepare your heart, prepare your mind. Um, just pre- just prepare whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, surrounding yourself with other married women right mm-hmm. um, some women that you 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 kind of admire that are you know ex- that are that are seeming seeming like they're doing a pretty good job I'm not gonna say pretty good job because again you know we talked about judging others but people that that have wisdom about marriage and getting that wisdom for other people to to prepare yourself so just working on yourself making sure like you know you understand all those things and, and you have your list of what you want in a marriage, not specifically a husband, but in a marriage in itself, like you got what you want in a man or a husband and then what you want in your marriage and your relationship. So really taking the time to prepare yourself for it. We didn't get married super young, um, but I knew what I wanted in a marriage and what I didn't want in a marriage. Just to summarize, you know, prepare, just prepare, make sure you're ready Um you know, put the work in for yourself, you know, making sure that you understand that what you want out of a marriage, what type of wife you want to be. And what if, if in other things, like if you want to be a mom, things like that. So just prepare yourself, get, get in a good, you know, get in a good church. I'm just going to throw that out there. Get in a good church, find you mm-hmm. um, a good church home that has small groups and that have that's a Bible based church that teaches these things and can help give you that foundation as well. So that's yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Those are all amazing, amazing, amazing. Sis, you did awesome. I wish I could keep talking to you, but um, <laughs> if I did, people would zone out on me. So um, because I'm having fun. But anyway, um, I want to go ahead and wrap this up. And um, if you can tell the listeners where they can follow or connect with you. Oh gosh. Oh, you want all my socials. <laughs> yeah. Or you just give out your 
you yeah, could just I'm give it active on yeah a lot of things but i'm on uh instagram miss m-i-s-s underscore netta baby um yes for my college days and i just yeah. never changed it <laughs> of course professionally you can find me on Dar- at darnetta thomas so i'm on linkedin as well if you ever need some advice some hr advice i'm there <laughs> yes yes ma'am thank you so much for um doing this of course and dropping all your gems. I've had fun. I'm going to wrap us up with some tips and then I'll close us out. So from our chat today, ladies, um, whew, it was a lot of good stuff. So I hope you heard it all. But just in case you got to go back and rewind and find the good stuff. Here's some of those high points that I noted uh, with the roles we play as wives, there's friendship, there's nurturer, there's business partner, and then there's lovers. And then we also talked about um, giving people grace and trying not to judge. You never know what another woman has experienced or is actively going through. Um, Have conversations about things like headship and submission. Learn what it's really about and do the self-work that you need to do. Another person should not have the job to fix you. Really love that one. Surround yourself with married women that you admire and then finally probably my absolute fave get into a good bible-based church home that has small groups um, so that you can continue to spiritually nourish yourself but then also your family your marriage all right ladies thank you so much for joining us in the suite don't forget to follow the we suite podcast on your favorite listening platform and add me on insta at dr dakeese l it's in the podcast bio Thank you